Can I retire at 55? That's what we're going to look at today on the Your Financial EKG YouTube channel. We're going to look at three retirement savings values. $500,000 saved for retirement, $750,000 saved for retirement, and $1 million saved for retirement. And we're asking the question, can I retire? And if the answer is no, then the next question is, how can I retire at 55 with $500,000, $750,000, and $1 million saved for retirement? Hey, my name is Drew Blackson. I'm a certified retirement counselor, investment advisor representative, and I'm your virtual financial advisor, helping you get to retirement, helping you get through retirement, and protecting your ability to stay in retirement. And we're all asking the question, can I retire? So let's look at, can I retire at 55? Now, before we can go into the exact scenarios, which I want you to hang on to the end, because we're gonna go into the detailed scenarios, we have to ask ourselves how to retire at 55, or how can I retire at 55, and how do I know if I have enough money to retire at 55? Have I saved enough in retirement savings to retire at 55? Well, let's go through a few rules to understand if you've saved enough to retire at 55, and then let's go through some ways that you can retire at 55, and then let's put both of those into action and go through the specific scenarios. You ready? All right, let's go. Now, the first way to determine if you've saved enough for retirement is the simple rule called the 25X rule. Now, the 25X rule is really simple. Basically, you take your annual expenses, you multiply those by 25, and that will tell you, have you saved enough for retirement? So let's assume that your annual expenses are $50,000 a year. So your annual expenses are $50,000. You multiply that by 25, so we'll do 50,000 times 25, that gives us $1,250,000. So the 25X rule says, if your annual expenses are $50,000, then you want to have at least $1.2 million saved for retirement before you retire. So no matter what question you're asking, can I retire at such and such age, you need to have this much saved if this much is your expenses. Your expenses are not a static number. Your retirement expenses will go up and your retirement income will go up with Social Security COLA increases, your retirement investments will go up with the market, and so the 25X rule is a great way to get a base idea, have you saved enough for retirement? Another way to do that, and usually it's on the high side, is to take your annual income using the replacement ratio and use the 25X rule. So, let's say your annual income is $100,000. The replacement ratio, which is another great rule to follow, says that you at least need 80% of your annual income in retirement. So if your annual income is $100,000, 80% of that would be 80,000. So do the 25X rule on $80,000. So 80,000 times 25, that gives you $2 million in retirement savings 
before you can retire. Now keep in mind, if we're using our income with the 25X rule, we're not calculating in Social Security and pensions. That's going to take this number down. What I'm trying to do as a planner is just give you base case scenarios. I would rather overshoot than be underwhelmed. I would rather go, hey, you need at least this much to retire. You get into retirement and you realize, I don't need that much money. Instead of not saving enough, getting into retirement and going, oh no, I need to either get a part-time job or go back to a full-time job because I didn't save enough. When we're planning, these are just rules and so we're always gonna wanna be on the high side. So the 25X rule gives us a great way to determine have we saved enough to retire at 55. Now let's think about how to retire at 55. All right, we just went how to save for retirement at 55. We looked at the 25X rule and the replacement ratio. Now let's talk about how to retire at 55 and the rules that you need to follow if you're retiring at 55. Well, the first rule you need to think about if you're gonna retire at 55 is the rule of 55. Now the rule of 55 is really simple and this is for individuals who have the majority of their retirement savings in 401ks. So this is our 401k savers. Now if you are working at a current job and you are turning 55 this year or in the year you're deciding to retire between the ages of 55 and 59 and a half, you can use your current 401k for retirement income without paying a 10% penalty. So if you leave your job, if you're fired, you retire, you decide to just quit altogether, and you're 55 years old or older, you can use your current 401k for retirement income without paying a 10% penalty. So there's no 10% penalty, that's eliminated, now there still is taxes, so always think about taxes. You're still gonna pay money. If you have a traditional 401k with pre-tax money, even if you've been putting money into the Roth portion of your 401k, if the company's been giving you a match, that's going on the pre-tax side 99% of the time. When you pull money out of your 401k, there's still taxes. So the rule of 55 eliminates the penalty but not the taxes. All right, the second rule you can think about if you're retiring at 55 is using a 72T. Now what a 72T is for individuals who mainly have IRA, SEP IRA, or simple IRA retirement savings. So this is gonna be for individuals who need to use their IRA for retirement income before the age of 59 and a half. And a 72T allows you to use your IRA before you turn 59 and a half, eliminate the 10% penalty, still pay taxes, but you can use your IRA for retirement income. Now there's a few stipulations. The first is you have to set up a substantially equal periodic payment schedule. Now the IRS has designated these schedules, there's three of them, amortization, annuitization, and required minimum distribution. The most popular are the first two, amortization and annuitization. You can easily find a calculator on Google, talk to your CPA, your tax accountant, call me, we can calculate what a 72T would be for you. But a 72T is a way for you to retire at 55, 
to use your IRA for retirement income without paying the penalty. Now, if you do a 72T, you have to do it for five years or 59 and a half, whichever is longer, okay? So five years or 59 and a half, whichever is longer. So if you retire at 57 and you use a 72T, you've got to do it from 58, 59, 60, 61 to 62. If you retire at 50, you have to do it till 59 and a half. 59 and a half is longer than five years. Keep in mind, this, this 72T follows a very stringent IRS schedule. If you mess it up, there is a 10% penalty in the year that you mess it up and all the previous years. So the IRS wants you to follow this to the T. So make sure you work with a CPA, a tax accountant, myself, a financial advisor, somebody who understands 72 T's. But this is a way that you can retire at 55 and use your IRA assets for that. Now, another way that you can retire at 55 and use your retirement savings to do that is to use a taxable brokerage account. Now, I talk a lot about a taxable brokerage account on this channel. And what a brokerage account allows you to do is you're allowed to invest money at any time, any amount, and you can pull out money at any time with any amount. It's just like having a basic account in your name. So for instance, for me, it would be a Drew Blackston individual investing account. It's set up at TD Ameritrade or Vanguard, Fidelity, Charles Schwab, wherever you have custodianship. And it allows me to invest in anything I want, but specifically it allows me to invest for retirement. Now, with a taxable brokerage account, I do pay yearly taxes. So there will be taxes on dividends, interest, capital gains. Also, I can write off any capital losses for those crappy stock picks that we might make. And so a taxable brokerage account gives us the flexibility to use money for retirement at any time. There's no IRS rules on a taxable brokerage account. So if you retire at 55, you don't have to use the rule of 55. You don't have to use a 72T. You can just use that money to bridge the gap to get you past 59 and a half. Or you can use it to get to Social Security. It's your freedom bucket of money. You can use it for whatever you want. And I encourage you. If you're saving in a 401k, an IRA, a Roth IRA, think about opening up a taxable brokerage account and saving more money in there as well. And looking at ways that you can structure your retirement income so that maybe you won't have to do the rule of 55, you won't have to do a 72T, but you can use your brokerage account, get over the age of 59 and a half, and then the world is your oyster for your retirement income. All right, the last thing I want you to think about when you're thinking about how to retire at 55 is using a combination of the rules we just talked about. Because you don't have to use one or the other. You can definitely use a combination. Think about it like using bucket planning. Maybe you've worked at multiple jobs. So you've got an old 401k, you've got current 401ks, you have money in a taxable brokerage account, and you wanna retire at 55. Think about using bucket strategies to get you over the age of 59 and a half and allow you to retire at 55. So let's say you have an old 401k that you put into a rollover IRA. And then you have your current 401k at your job. And then you have money 
and let's say it's in Charles Schwab. This is your taxable brokerage account, okay? So you have three buckets of money, all three uniquely different. The Charles Schwab money is our freedom bucket. We can get money in, get money out. Our current 401k, we can use the rule of 55 as long as we are turning 55 in the year that we decide to quit. And we have our rollover IRA, which we can use a 72T. And if you're 55 years old, and you need income that's going to last till you're over the age of 59 and a half, which gives you the ability to use all these without penalties, without special rules, you might do a combination. Maybe you start using the rule of 55 and you don't want to pull out too much money of your 401k because of taxes. So you pull out just as much as you need for the rule of 55 and then you use your Charles Schwab account to make up the income because the income over there is only capital gains, interest, and dividends. Or maybe you need more of a steady paycheck every month. So you set up a schedule with a 72T and you get a steady paycheck every month for five years or age 59 and a half, whichever is longer, and then you use your Charles Schwab to make up any excess income that you might need for travel or for purchases or whatever. So you don't have to use one or the other. You can use a combination of all three. Just remember that all three are taxed differently. You're going to have ordinary income tax on your IRA and on your Rule of 55 401k. You're going to have capital gains and interest okay, and dividends on your Charles Schwab money or your taxable brokerage account. And with the 72T, you just need to make sure you follow the rules exactly or there will be a 10% penalty on the year that you mess up and all previous years. So again, let me remind you, make sure you work with a CPA, a tax accountant, call me or your financial advisor if you're doing this, but this is how you can retire at 55. Now let's look at the specific strategies. Can I retire at 55 with $500,000 in retirement savings, with $750,000 in retirement savings, and with $1 million in retirement savings. All right, can I retire at 55 with $500,000? That's what we're gonna look at here. Now, we have to take in some characteristics of this person that is retiring at 55. Now, we already know they have $500,000 saved for retirement. Asking the question, can I retire with $500,000? at 55. So they're age 55. Now Social Security at 67 is going to be $2,800. That's what I found is a good average for people at full retirement age. Retirement expenses $50,000 a year. That's the average across the entire United States. It could be different based on where you live. If you're in LA, it's going to be different than when you're in Tampa like me. So $50,000 is the number we're going to use for this scenario. Obviously, your scenario is going to be individualized for you living in Toledo or you living in Des Moines, wherever you might live. The rate of return for the money that's in the market is going to be 6%. That means our investments are going to stay invested in the stock market. They're going to pay us a retirement income and we're going to assume a 6% rate of return for the rest of our life. Now the stock market's averaged right about 8% since 1950, but we're going to use 6% because we're using our money to live off of. And we're going to use inflation of 3%. That's just an easy round number. Inflation's averaged right about 3.2%. 4% the last 108 years. So 
55 to 67, we wanna get the full retirement age. If we're retiring early, we wanna to try to get the full retirement age. So $500,000 in retirement assets, $4,166 is our monthly expenses, okay? Because that's $50,000 divided by 12, just an easy way to do that. So we're gonna need $4,166 a month off of our $500,000. Now what I did, because I wanted to be extremely accurate for this video, down to the penny, I actually put this into my retirement planning software. This 4,166 is gonna have inflation of 3%, but that's gonna be calculated on a monthly basis as well. Normally when I do a video like this, I calculate inflation on an annual basis, but I wanted to be so exact, so down to the penny. So you can answer the question, can I retire at 55? with $500,000. So this value is going to get inflation on a monthly basis. So 4,166 plus inflation is what we need off of our retirement investments from 55 to 67. We're going to earn 6% in the market and there's 3% inflation. Okay. So how long or what amount of money do we have at 67? Well, unfortunately, in this scenario, we have zero dollars. It actually only makes it about 10 years from 55 to 65. So can I retire at 55 with $500,000? No, if your retirement expenses are $50,000 a year. So I come back and I say, okay, how can we retire at 55 with $500,000. Something has to change. We either have to increase the rate of return on the money in the market, we have to either lower inflation, or we have to lower our monthly expenses. I don't necessarily want to go down the risk scale to try to earn more income in the market, so we're going to leave that alone. Inflation's not going down anytime soon, so it's going to have to be monthly expenses. So let's use the same scenario, $500,000. We want to get from 55 to 67. We're going to have a 6% rate of return and 3% inflation. How much money or how much retirement expenses does that have to come down in order to accomplish this? Well, according to the software, again, I wanted to be very, very, very detailed for this. It's 2,500 bucks. So $2,500 a month, is what statistically can be pulled off of this money to make sure it's going to last for the rest of this person's life. $346,000. So we've pulled out $2,500 a month plus inflation. We've got 6% on our money in the market and we're down about, what's that, $160,000 in round numbers, 500 to 346. At 67 though, we're gonna have social security kick on, that's $2,800. Our investments have inflated, or I'm sorry, our expenses have inflated from 2,500 to 3714. So that's our expenses now. This is our social security. We're still gonna get the same rate of return in the market when we're doing the assumption, so 6%, and 3% is inflation. So now we ask ourselves, how long is this going to last? And based on inflation calculating on a monthly basis, a 6% geometric rate of return, 3% inflation, this goes to zero at 95. So we get this person from 55 to 95 if their retirement expenses 
are $2,500 a month. All right, can I retire at 55 with $750,000 in retirement savings? Let's look at this scenario. So again, we've got a 55-year-old individual. Social Security at 67 is going to be $2,800 a month. We've got $750,000 in retirement savings, okay? I'm not specifying the specific investment vehicle. We've just got $750,000 in retirement savings. Our retirement expenses are $50,000 a year. That is an average annual retirement expense for the United States. So maybe you're in Detroit, you don't have $50,000 in retirement expenses. Maybe you're in Louisville, might be less. Just depends on where you are in the country. Our rate of return for the $750,000 in the market is 6% and our inflation rate is 3%. That means that our spending is going to increase by about 3% per year. That's because that's the 108 year inflation average, which is calculated by the CPI, which is the Consumer Price Index. So let's look at this. I want to retire at 55. I've got $750,000 in retirement savings. Can I do it? So from 55 to 67, our expenses would be $4,166 per month. That's $50,000. Now, we're going to put inflation on this and that inflation is going to be calculated monthly. I've used my retirement software to get all of these figures because I wanted to be exact down to the decimal point penny, 0 .001 exact. So I'm not going to use my calculator. I'm going to use some software to make sure we are exactly, exactly correct. Now, 6% is our rate of return on the money in the market and we're going to use 3% inflation okay so inflation is three percent how much money are we going to have at 67 when we kick on social security well simple we're going to have three hundred and twenty eight thousand three hundred and eighty two dollars so we're down whoo four hundred and something thousand dollars basically taking out fifty thousand dollars a year inflated at three percent so at 67, now our expenses have increased because of inflation. Social Security's kicking in. So we're getting Social Security of $2,800 a month. But now our expenses because of inflation have gone up and essentially we run out of money at 74 years old. We're out at zero or we're out at 74, we have $0 in retirement savings. So can I retire at, seven, at 55 with $750,000? Not with $50,000 in annual expenses. Now, keep in mind, we've got to change some things. We either have to lower our monthly expenses, we have to, we have to raise the amount of money we make in the market. So our rate of return has to increase or inflation has to lower. Well, let's just say this is not going to change. So inflation's not going anywhere. So it's going to just stay at 3%. Most people will say, well, Drew, I can earn more in the market. Well, let's see. How much do you have to earn to have $50,000 in retirement income based off of $750,000 in retirement savings and inflation at 3%? Your rate of return would have to be 9.38%. Now, my question to you is, can you guarantee 9.4% in your retirement investing accounts every year between ages 55 and 100? Probably not. 
And so now we have to go back to the expenses. We've got to lower our retirement expenses. So if we want to retire at 55 with $750,000, we either have to lower our expenses or bring in some more income. Now, if you're married, obviously, obviously this scenario is going to be different. I'm looking at this as a single individual. So let's go, let's look at this. Can I retire at 55 with $750,000 and lower our expenses. What do we have to get to in order to do this? Well, $750,000. When we look at the calculation, in order to retire at 55 with $750,000, our starting monthly retirement expenses would have to be $3,100. Because remember, that $3,100 is going to get inflation. So we're going to get 6% is our rate of return in the market. Our inflation rate is 3%. So from 55 to 67, we're going to take out $3,100 from our retirement investing accounts. So at 67, we'll have $687,445. Now at 67, we're kicking on Social Security of $2,800. Our expenses have increased from the $3,100 now they're at 4606. That's what our expenses are. So we'll take our expenses, we'll subtract out our Social Security, and that's what we're going to need from our retirement investing accounts for the rest of our life. 6% is still our rate of return, and 3% is inflation. How long is now this money going to last? We are out. We're at zero at 98. I feel really good about being at zero at 98 years old. So if you're wanting to retire at 55 with $750,000, assuming 6% rate of return, assuming 3% inflation rate, and assuming that you're single, you need to start with $3,100 in retirement income. All right? So I hope this has helped. Can I retire at 55 with $1 million? We've made it. We've gone through can I retire with $500,000? Can I retire with $750,000? And now we're asking the question, can I retire at 55 with $1 million? Now let's look at our individual again to remember our characteristics. We have a 55-year-old individual. They are single. Social Security at 67. $2,800 a month. And we're trying to get the 67 because that's the full retirement age. Remember, if you take Social Security at 62, you're only going to get 70% of your full retirement benefit. If you take it at 67, you'll get 100% of your full retirement benefit. And if you take Social Security at 70, you'll get 124% of your full retirement benefit. Because this individual is single, we're trying to maximize our Social Security benefit, which is why we're trying to get to 67, not starting it earlier, okay? Our retirement expenses are $50,000 a year. That's just the national average. Our rate of return for the million dollars in the market is 6%. That means this million dollars is going to stay invested. It's going to stay invested in high quality ETFs, dividend stocks, mutual funds, whatever. And it's going to earn a geometric return of 6%. Now we know the market doesn't move in a straight line. It moves like a roller coaster, like a duck, 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 du
which is the risk that the market will go down in the first few years of your retirement, that is a real risk. And it's something that needs to be calculated. But on the board, we're going to use a 6% rate of return. The market's averaged 8% since 1950. So let's go back 2% to be more conservative and go to 6%. Our inflation rate is 3%. That's the 108-year average measured by the Consumer Price Index or CPI. So we've got a million dollars. We're 55 years old. Can I retire? Well, let's use the $50,000 in retirement expenses first. So we're going to go from 55 to 67 and we need four thousand one hundred and sixty six dollars per month off of our million dollars that's fifty thousand dollars per year now what we've done is we've taken this and i've used my retirement calculation software my financial ekg to make sure this four thousand one hundred and sixty six dollars is getting that three percent inflation bump on a monthly basis. So instead of looking at it on an annual basis, we're going to look at it exactly like the consumer price index. We're going to look at it on a monthly basis. 6% is our rate of return in the market and 3% is our inflation. So from 55 to 67, we're taking out $4,166 a month. At the end of those 12 years, we'll have $856,644 in retirement savings. So over the last 12 years, we've taken out, what is that? About $140,000, $150,000 in retirement income. Now we've earned 6% a year and our investments are down about $150,000. Not down because of loss, just down because we pulled out retirement income. Now, from here, our expenses have gone up because of inflation. They've increased to $6,190. And we're kicking on Social Security of $2,800. 6% our rate of return. 3% our inflation. Now, the one thing I did not calculate on here, and it's really hard to calculate this, is a Social Security COLA increase. Now, the average COLA increase right now is 1.8%. That's what it's been measured since 1974 when they started measuring COLA for Social Security. So, I'm just not going to calculate that in. As that goes up with this individual, it's going to be great. It's going to be gravy. But again, we're just trying to get a base case. So at this point, at age 67, we've got $856,000 in retirement savings. We need retirement income of $6,190. So we subtract out Social Security. How long does this money last? Well, this is out at 87 which is pretty good, 87 years old. The average life expectancy for a male is 82. Average life expectancy for a female is 84. So 87 is actually pretty good in this scenario. And the rate of return that you would need on this money to make sure it lasted until 100 is only 7.13%. So you'd actually only have to earn 7.13% annually to make sure this million dollars lasts forever. Now, can you guarantee that you're gonna make 7% every year for the rest of your life? No, which is why as a financial planner, we're gonna look at a different scenario. So, we've got a million dollars. I wanna get this 
just a few more years past 87. I'd like to get it into the mid 90s. I think that as if you retire today at 55, healthcare is going to be totally different. So we need to push this number to the mid 90s because that's how long I think you're going to live. So when I go into the software and I say, okay, I want this to last till 95, 96 years old, what do we need to adjust? Well, we know we can adjust our rate of return. That's the, how much the money makes in the market. That's not always the best thing to do. We can take inflation and take it down. We're not going to do that. Or we can adjust expenses. Let's do that first. Let's adjust expenses. So when we do that, the expense number that we would need to make this million dollars last to the mid 90s is at 55, we're gonna start with $3,800 in retirement expenses. We're gonna use the same rates of return, 6%, and inflation's gonna be at 3%. So let's go 55 to 67. At 67, we'd have $982,527. So as you can see, the difference here of, look at that, $130,000, or how about $120,000 because we lowered our expenses, what's that, 41 minus 38, about $300 per month. Now again, this $3,800 is getting inflation at 3% on a monthly basis, so it's an annualized inflation rate of 3% broken down on a monthly basis. So at 67, again, Social Security kicks on of $2,800. Our new expenses then would be 5,646 because they've grown from 3,800. 6% again is our rate of return. Inflation's at 3%. How long does this last? Boom, we're at zero at 96. So 96, we've gone an extra 10 years basically from up here. Now, the rate of return that we would need to earn to make this million dollars last well past 100, it's really simple. It's only 6.32%. So now, the rate of return from up here from 7.13 has come down to 6.32. So you see how you can really, if when you're doing retirement planning, it's not an all or nothing. There's a lot of different variables that we can look at to adjust to give us the scenario that best fits our individualized needs. So can I retire at 55 with a million dollars? Yes, you can if you do it the right way. Hey, thank you so much for watching. God bless. Bye-bye.